The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. Very early, when the sun had risen, on the first day of the week they came to the tomb. They were saying to one another, Who will roll back the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. On entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a white robe, and they were utterly amazed. He said to them, Do not be amazed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, the crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go and tell his disciples and Peter, He is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, as he told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, happy Easter to you all. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. On campus, I help out with a praise and worship group on Tuesday nights. And a song that we've been doing this semester that's been pretty pretty uh, constant every once in a while we do is the song called The Center of All History. It's by uh, Stephanie Gretzinger and Matt Marr. And he does part of the song as well. But I love it. It says, The Center of All History your cross and resurrection. Humiliation lifted me into a new creation. I am a new creation. This is our faith, right? The center of history, the center of all that we do as Catholics hinges on the triduum, the passion, the death, and the resurrection of Christ. This is our big day. Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, and he makes us a new creation as well. I am a new creation in the blood of Christ and in his resurrection. As we have been going through these readings, we see the Old Testament and the prophecies fulfilled. We see that creation is created good, that we are made in God's image and likeness. And yes, there is the fall. But then God continues to offer covenants. He continues to offer redemption. And he continues to offer the chance to come back to him. Where finally he sends his son to us. That we are redeemed by his blood. And the gates of heaven are open to us through the resurrection. I want to focus in on Paul's epistle that we just heard. That was just read by, by Jonathan here. It talks all about participation. It's been a key word for me. I just came back from a retreat. I was helping out with a silent retreat in Pittsburgh the last few days, and I just came back this afternoon. But a big theme that kept coming up as I was doing the liturgies for the Triduum there was participation. In the Eucharist, we are called to participate in the sacred supper of the Lord as he institutes the Eucharist on Holy Thursday. 
And then on Good Friday, we see God suffer. We see Jesus suffer and die for us. And we can participate with our sufferings in the suffering of Christ on the cross. And then today, we participate in his resurrection. We participate in his life. And Paul, St. Paul says it best. He says, are you unaware that we who were baptized in Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? And we were indeed buried with him through baptism into death. So that Jesus Christ, so just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. We too have been baptized into his death and his resurrection. The Paschal mystery is what we participate in. And we need days like this to remember the strength and the importance and the glory of our faith. What I also love about today's liturgy is in the, um, in the gospel itself. It gives a tangible sign to the women who come to the tomb, who are the first to proclaim the resurrection, the first evangelists, if you will, of the resurrection, which is really, really beautiful. They are the messengers of this great, great resurrection. But I love, I love how it says very tangibly that he is not here. I love that phrase so much. It says, do not be amazed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, the crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. I believe there's a, just a tangible nature of that, right? Sometimes our faith needs those tangible moments to say, okay, it happened. The tomb was empty. Christ has been raised. He is not here because you seek him among the dead, but he's among the living. And that tangible empty tomb can show us the power of God, that he has been raised. And that we too, as, as whenever our time comes for us to pass away, we will be raised with him as well. Our earthly tomb will be empty in the sense that our soul will go to God, that we will participate in his resurrection as well. And we need these tangible signs of hope too. That's why I think it's especially important that Easter is celebrated in the springtime, right? Where life is starting to grow. That even though it had got cold the last couple of days, we were starting to really get into the spring here and that, that new life. One of my professors at seminary said this. He says that the, that the year follows the Paschal mystery. We have fall. We have like that death of winter. And then we have that resurrection of spring. He says that even creation follows in some ways, the Paschal mystery, what we've been celebrating these last three days. But in this time of hope in the spring, I believe the world is also going through a time of hope right now. We've struggled a bit with this pandemic for the last year. And this year, we're able to do a bit more when it comes to liturgical things. Last year, many of the masses were in private and we weren't able to celebrate with the community that even the hope of the resurrection was within our homes watching on live streams. But this year, with more of the vaccine getting rolled out, with more of the restrictions being lifted a little bit more, we're given that sign of hope and that this resurrecting hope of Christ will also be part of the hope, I believe, for the world as well. So we rejoice we rejoice in the resurrection. We rejoice in the center of our faith that death is defeated, that God is victorious, the tomb is empty, and our Savior reigns.
may we participate deeply in his great love for us, not just in his death, but also the new life of the resurrection, especially as we receive our resurrected Lord in the Eucharist. May we be ever more united with him this day and always. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed.